would stand with me this morning reading God's Word. 1 Peter chapter number 5. We'll begin in verse number 6. Your Bible should read like this. The Bible says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares care upon Him, for He careth for you. Amen. We could stop right there and just shout the house down this morning. Verse number 8, the Bible says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Amen. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, established, strengthened, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father, Lord, I stand in the place this morning. I realize, Lord, I cannot stand alone. Lord, I'm just humbled in my heart this morning that you would even show up in our midst, Lord, how unworthy we are. Lord, I realize, Lord, that I'm nothing, but you're everything. And God, if you'd bless us just for the next few minutes, God, you'd speak to these lips of clay, Lord. You'd speak to hearts. Change lives here this morning. Change my life. Search me, O oh God. Show me if they be any wicked way in me. Lord, we'll be careful to give thee the praise, honor, and glory. First, in Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen and amen. You can be seated. This morning, there's no doubt that we live in a day and hour that the devil is pressing as hard as he can on God's people. I believe it with all my heart because I am one of God's people and I know how hard the devil presses on me. He, he is pressing on God's people. He's trying his best to discourage, to detour, and devour every single one of you this morning. Amen. He is trying his best to tear you apart. But I'm thankful this morning that we serve a God. Hallelujah. Woo. I'm thankful that we serve a God who said he would never leave me nor forsake me no matter what I was going through or what I was facing in this life. Amen. If you read that verse, if you read it backwards, Brother Tommy Steele said, if you read it backwards, he's got you going and coming. I'm thankful this morning that I serve a God who will never leave me. I know there's times in my life that, that I feel like God is not within 10,000 miles of me. But he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. I say glory to God. I, whatever the devil throw in your way this morning, whatever the devil throws my way this morning, I am not cast down and I am not destroyed. Amen. If you're here this morning and your life is a mess, I've got good news for you today. <laughs> the Lord sent me here this morning to Refuge Baptist Church to tell you in spite of whatever it is that you're going through, 
There is hope in the Lord Jesus Christ today. Amen. Amen. And I want to try and help somebody here today, and I want to preach with this thought of mine. When the devil wants to saddle up and ride. When the devil wants to saddle up and ride. I'll give you four things, and we'll go to the house and eat some pot roast. Amen. When the devil wants to saddle up and ride, number one, there is a call to, to humility. There is a call to humility. Look back in our text verse, verse number six. The Bible says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Friend, there is a call in the Word of God for you and I to humble ourselves. I can say this morning, I'm thankful that God allows me to humble myself. Because I really, and you really don't want Him to humble you. You'd rather do it on your own. You'd rather humble yourself. All throughout the Word of God it says, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. The word humble means having or showing a modest, Low estimate of one's own importance. I realize this morning I am nothing. And as soon as you you need to realize that you're nothing special either, amen. It is all about Him this morning. We're of no importance. It is to be meek and lowly. It is to be submissive to God. That's what humility is. It is to be in the submissive will of the Lord Jesus Christ and what He wants you to do. The book of James says in James 4.10, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He shall lift you up. If you don't humble yourselves, I don't know if there's going to be a lifting up. In Matthew chapter number 23, verse number 12, Jesus said this, And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased or humiliated. A man that tries to exalt himself and say, Look at me, look at me, look at me, he will be humiliated. He will humiliate himself. The rest of that verse, the latter part of it says, And he that humble himself shall be exalted or advanced or upgraded, promoted or praised. If you humble yourself before the Lord Jesus Christ, he will advance you. I'm not, and, I, and I'm not meaning he's not going to start handing out $100 bills to you. He may do it, but if he don't, that's not what I'm talking about. But he will advance you in your spiritual walk with him. When the storms come, when things come in your life, you will be advanced. You will know how to handle them a lot better than you did before if you humble yourself before the Lord. You and I, it is natural, especially for men in here, and if you don't say so, you're lying, amen. It is natural for a man to want to take care of everything on his own, amen. amen. I got it on, I can, I can take care of this, God. I got it. If I need you, I'll call you. That's the way we, we get in that mindset as a man. I know some women that way. My mother-in-law ain't here, but I know some women that way. She wants to take care of everything on her own, amen. Amen. But if we'd humble ourselves, he will promote us. He will advance us in our spiritual walk with him. Second Chronicles 7 14. This is probably one of my most favorite verses in all of God's Word. He said, If my people, number one, you've got to be his people. 
you got to be born again. I hear people all the time say, and, and, and on Facebook, well, I, I need you to pray for this. And there's hundreds and hundreds of people put on there praying, praying, praying. And then they live like hell and the devil itself. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, God didn't hear one word they said. Amen. Amen. The only prayer of a sinner that God's going to hear is the prayer of repentance. Yeah. Repentance. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. There it is again. We must humble ourselves. There is a call to humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways. This is God's people he's talking to. This ain't the lost people he's talking to. He's talking to the people of Israel. He's talking to his people. He said, if my people. So it's time this morning that, that Christians turn from their wicked ways. It's time that we get on our face and seek God. Amen. He said, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Our land is an eating a feeling this morning. Amen. Let me just say right here too, I'm thankful that mercy God had on, on us in this area with this storm. Now you watch the news, it, the lower part of the state, it tore all to pieces. I'm thankful God spared it. I'm thankful for the prayers of the, that, that God heard and answered of his people. That thing was a cat five, and when it hit land, it was a cat one. You can't convince me any other, any other thing that the prayers of God's people decrease that thing. Amen. Amen. Let me just say this morning, whatever's going on in your life, it didn't take God by surprise. He, he, he's not eating uh, Xanaxes and Zantac. He's not eating Rolades. He's not got heartburn. He knows exactly what you're facing in your life today. But there is a call this morning for you to humble yourselves under, the Bible says, the mighty hand of God. And I'm convinced today that, that now more times than ever, when troubles and trials come our way, like I said earlier, we try to fix it on our own. We have to humble ourselves. Lowering ourselves. Getting down. You know how the, the, God can't get no higher this morning. The only way he can get any higher is for you to get lower. Amen. The only way God can get any higher is for you and I to get lower. And the lower I get, the higher he gets. Amen. That's called humility. Humble yourself. I promise you that God can do more with your life in 60 seconds than you can do in 60 Amen. years. Amen. He can do more with you than you ever drink. I just want to tell you something. When I got born again, when I got saved on October 31st, 2001, I had no idea that I would be standing in this place. I'd have told you you'd have lost your mind. And sometimes I still think I've lost my mind. Amen. Mm. God can do more with you than, than you ever can imagine. Amen. We must humble ourselves. When the devil wants to saddle up and ride, number two, there is a casting of your cares. There is a casting of your care. Verse number seven. It says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. I want you to notice with me in this verse, it says, casting 
all your care upon him. It didn't say cast some of your cares. It didn't say cast the things that you didn't think you could handle, bless God, on him. It says casting all your cares upon him. If it matters to you, it matters to him. Amen. If it troubles you, it troubles him. Amen. He said casting all your cares upon him. The, the, the definition of all means all. I don't care what language you look it up in. All means all. In Chinese, Japanese, English, Spanish, it means all. Every bit of it. Why? Why? Why don't we cast our cares upon him? Because he careth for you. He careth for you. God cares for each one of us this morning. Amen. He cares for me. And I'm thankful this morning. I, I, I'm humbled this morning that God would even think about me. You say, preacher, I've done too much. Or I've gone too far. <laughs> Romans 3.23 says, For all, how's that all again? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I had to repent before I got up here this morning for the stupid things that run through my mind. Amen. Runs through our, we can't help that stuff. But the Bible says, let this mind be in you that is in Christ Jesus. There is a call to humility. There is a call for casting. In Matthew chapter number 11, verse 28, I love this. Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. I'm guilty of this, what I'm about to say. And I probably said it within the last two or three weeks. I've said it, I did say it last week. Since I've got saved, things have been harder on me than before I got saved. And I don't, I'm going to retract that. I'm going, I'm going to take that back. If I'm doing and in the will of God and doing what God wants me to do, He says in the Word of God, Jesus says, for my yoke is easy. I didn't write that down. He just said, son, your life ain't hard. If you yoked up with me, if you're yoked up with me right, your life is easy. Amen. And your burden light. Are you yoked up with him this morning? Psalm chapter number 55 says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. I've never seen the righteous begging for bread. Never. Psalm 68 or 62 8. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Amen. God is a refuge for us. Amen. Whatever's going on in your life today, God is your refuge. Amen. He is the rock that you can stand on this morning. Ain't you glad when, you, when, you, when your life's all jacked up and all messed up? You can, that word cast means to 
That's the cast, to throw it, to sling it, to get, to get rid of it. I'm glad when I'm all messed up and, and, and I'm in a way that I can't get myself out of that I can cast everything on him. I can bring it all to him. I can bring it all to the table. Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 33, These things I have spoken unto you, that you might have peace. There's nothing like the peace of God in your life. You can't describe it. If you've ever had the peace of God in your heart, mm, there's nothing like it. He said, In the world you shall, you shall have tribulation. You shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. That's my father. Amen. He's overcome the world. There's nothing like the peace of God in the middle of tribulation. Cast your cares on him. And find that peace that only he can give. When the devil wants to saddle up and ride. Number three. There's also a caution of an adversary. There's also a caution of an adversary. Look in verse 8. The Bible says, be sober. All I can say is that means be sober. <laughs> it speaks for itself. There's no deep theology in be sober. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, has a roaring lion. Walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning we do have a real adversary today. You and I do have a real adversary this morning. It's not the preacher. It's not your parents, youngins. Your adversary is not your mama or your daddy. Even though you don't like things they tell you to do a lot of times, they're not your adversary. Mandy, you're not my adversary and I'm not yours. Husband, it ain't your wife. It ain't your mother-in-law. Amen. Uh, wife, it ain't your husband. It's your adversary this morning. It is the devil and the sin that thus so easily besets us. The devil this morning, I promise you, on the authority of God's Word, he is wanting to devour you. He is wanting to devour me. He is wanting to devour your children. He is wanting to devour your home. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and destroy. He said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The devil wants to tear you apart. He wants to destroy you. He wants to kill you. When I got saved, I had a target on my back. When I surrendered to preach, he made it even bigger. He don't like you being here this morning. Let me say this. He don't mind you being here this morning. He just don't want you to get nothing out of it. He don't want you to follow through on it. He don't want you, he don't want you to respond to the Word of God. He don't care if you hear it as long as you don't respond to it. You can hear it. There's many in here heard it over and over and over and over. But there is a repercussion 
There is a repercussion of not heeding to God's word. The devil wants to kill you. He wants to destroy you. I like the back half of that verse though. He said, I come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. I'm thankful for the abundant life in Jesus Christ this morning. And I urge you, I, I, I plead with you, if you don't know him this morning, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Today. That lady that lost her life and that little baby that lost her life and that tree fell, they had no idea that that tree was going to fall on them. I'm trying to caution you this morning. The devil wants to steal your joy. The devil wants to destroy your family. He wants to destroy you. If I had a caution sign, I'd be waving it. Caution! 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 There is a real devil and there is a real hell. Amen. And the people that don't accept the Lord Jesus Christ are going to that place Amen. called hell. Amen. That's the reality of it. That's what I'm cautioning you about this morning. Caution. There is a real devil. <clears throat> and lastly this morning, when the devil wants to saddle up and ride, hmm, this is my favorite one. There is a cure awaiting. There is a cure waiting. Look in verse number 9. The Bible says, Whom resist steadfast in the faith. First, it says who resist. In the book of James, chapter number 4, verse number 7 and 8, the Bible says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. The first part of that verse says, Submit yourself therefore to God. There's that humility again. You have to submit to God, and when you submit to God, you humble yourself therefore to him, then resist the devil, and he'll flee. Draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. Our cure this morning starts with submitting ourselves to God. Then the resisting takes place. Amen. I don't know what you're going through this morning, but I do know where the cure lies. I do know that. I'm not sure about a lot of things, but I do know where the cure comes from. Amen. Look in verse number 10. We'll be done. It says, but the God of all grace. I could stop right there. There's the cure. That's the cure. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Jesus Christ. It's by Jesus Christ. That's the only way. It's through him. It says, after you have suffered a while, he made you perfect. He established strengthen and settle you. I can tell you this morning, there's nothing like being in the perfect will of God. Amen. Nothing like it. Amen. You, you, if you've never been in the perfect will of God, once you get in it, you won't want to leave out of it. It establishes you. It strengthens you. And it'll settle something in your heart. It'll settle you. 
your cure lies in the God of all grace, the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. Jesus told the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 9, he said, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. There hath no temptation taken you but such as common to man. Here it is again, but God. But God, there's the cure, is faithful. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able. But with, but will, with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear. Let me just say whatever you're going through this morning, God will give you a way of escape out of it. There is a cure for it, and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus Christ. Child of God, Psalm chapter number 30, verse number 5, says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And I'm through. Every head bowed and every eye closed this morning. Nobody looking around. Nobody moving around. This is an important